Hey, family. Welcome to This Is Why You're Single, the podcast dedicated to improving life, love, and relationships. I'm your host, Jay Reeves, and every Wednesday, my goal is to help you identify the various ways you may be sabotaging your relationships and help you begin unpacking the underlying issues. This week, we're discussing daddy issues, which seems fitting since I'm recording this episode from a childhood home. Now, this episode is for everyone because contrary to popular belief, men can have daddy issues too. Let's get started. Before I go any further, I just want to stop and take a minute to address a commonly held misconception about daddy issues. Many people believe that you can only have daddy issues if you had an absentee father or one who was physically and or emotionally abusive, and that is just not true. Your dad could have been around for the entirety of your childhood and adulthood, as mine has been. Or your dad could have been perfectly stable and treated you very well growing up. But however, remember, like us, our parents are not perfect. And they may have given us some advice or, again... We watched them conduct themselves in romantic relationships and we picked up some things that caused us to later develop daddy issues. So yeah, absentee dads, abusive dads are not the only type of dad that can pass daddy issues on to their children. When women have daddy issues, we subconsciously attract and are attracted to men who are representative of any unresolved issues that we might have in our relationship with our fathers or our lack of relationship with our father. Men, on the other hand, will subconsciously pattern their behavior in relationships based on the behavior they saw their fathers exhibit while in relationships. Daddy issues can show up in our relationships in a number of different ways. One of the most common, I think, is jealousy. Now, for the record, I'm not talking about the type of jealousy where your significant other might get a little salty because somebody was low-key flirting with you. I'm talking unhealthy, irrational, extreme jealousy. The type of jealousy where your SO is rifling through your personal belongings, looking for evidence of unfaithfulness. 
searching through your cell phone, attempting to figure out your email password so they can check your messages, being suspicious of your friends or even co-workers, as well as potentially following you when you're out and about. That's the type of jealousy that usually rears its ugly head when someone has daddy issues. I had an ex who had that type of jealousy. He grew up with a father who was a serial cheater. I mean, his dad fucked out of both pants legs. It was not funny. He cheated on my ex's mom so much that it eventually destroyed their marriage. So imagine as a kid growing up in that household where your father's cheating on your mom constantly. You're witnessing the arguments between them. So you know exactly what's going on. And then as you become an adult and you begin dating, having your own relationships, it makes sense that there might be some tendency to suspect the SO of cheating because that's what you saw growing up. And that's what happened to him. And it was a horrible way to live. It was horrible for him because he always had this suspicion about everybody that he dated. So there was never really any peace for him in a relationship. And then it was horrible for those of us who dated him because we were literally being punished for the sins of someone else's father. Now, I'm happy to report that at some point he came to terms with what was going on, recognized it for what it was, and he decided to go get help. And he is now a happily married man. Daddy issues can also look like clinginess, insecurity, and overprotectiveness. For example, my ex that I mentioned earlier, the one with the dad who was a serial cheater, well, once his dad and mom broke up, his dad became absent from his life, both physically and emotionally. My ex then had to witness his mother working hard and struggling to keep the roof over their heads and to keep food on the table and keep the lights on. As a result of seeing her struggle, he became extremely overprotective in his romantic relationships. Why? Because he did not want to be the man that his father was. So he worked extremely hard to be anything but and he kind of took it a little too far. And that often happens with men who have daddy issues who are working to not repeat the same mistakes that their father did. That overly clingy partner, you know, the one that texts you all day long while you're separated because of work, Uh, the one that calls you and wants to stay on the phone with you for hours and hours and hours. They get upset if you don't respond to their text within 1.5 seconds of receiving it. They want to be joined at the hip. That often comes from having had an emotionally distant or physically absent father. So they are 
constantly seeking that connection that they did not receive as a kid or sometimes even as an adult from their father or father figure. They can also be very, very insecure. You know the type, if you have one disagreement, they think that you're going to break up with them, that the relationship is over. If two hours goes by and they don't hear from you, they are thinking the worst. He doesn't want me anymore. She must be out with somebody else. Or that person who is constantly falling all over themselves to meet your every need, to meet needs that you don't know that you have yet because they're trying to do everything in their power to make sure that you want to stay with them because they are just that insecure about your feelings for them and your relationship. Unfortunately, No amount of reassurance on your part, no amount of proving your love to them is going to help them get over those feelings of insecurity. That's something that most times they need professional help with. Another clear indicator that there are daddy issues on deck is remaining in a relationship with someone who isn't good to you or good for you. Both men and women have been guilty of this since the dawn of time. And at the root of this is a fear of rejection, a fear of abandonment, or you're simply afraid to be alone. A very good friend of mine gave me a call last week to congratulate me on the podcast. She's someone I've known for many years. In fact, we went to undergrad together. Shout out to Morgan State University in Baltimore, Maryland. But anyway, I briefly mentioned my daddy issues and how they have affected previous relationships I had in last week's episode. And she said that as she was listening, you know, she had an epiphany that she had daddy issues that were affecting her relationships and the types of men that she ended up dating. She has been guilty of remaining in relationships with men who don't always treat her well or who aren't always good for her. And that stems from an incident that occurred between her and her dad when she was only three years old. That's how impactful our relationships with our parents are. That something that could occur when one is so young, decades later, can still negatively impact the quality of our relationships. And not to go into too much detail, but this incident occurred shortly after her parents separated. She was, again, three years old. She was out with her sitter and she wanted to go see her dad. So her sitter takes her to her dad's house. Uh, She goes up, knocks on the door. Her dad comes to the door. Well, instead of welcoming her into his home, he stepped outside, shut the door behind him, engaged with her for just a few minutes, and then sent her on her way. And that stayed with her for decades and has influenced the men that she attracts 
and the men that she is attracted to. And again, underlying that is that fear of abandonment, that, you know, not wanting to be alone, and that fear of rejection. And I'm not going to say that women are probably more guilty of this than men because I don't think that's necessarily true. But I do know that there are a group of women who operate in this, I call it the Betty Wright school of thought. They have this belief that half a man is better than no man at all. So they will willingly date a man that ain't shit, that treats them like shit and in their minds it's okay because he's with them but it's not okay now if you have this pattern or if you think you might have this pattern you're not quite sure have a conversation with close friends who've known you for years and have known you through several relationships or close family members and ask for their insight and they will be able to point out these patterns to you so that you can start to address them because everybody deserves to have healthy happy relationships but you can't do that until you deal with the underlying issues that cause you to fall into these unhealthy relationships and unhealthy relationship patterns Now let's talk about the daddy issues that I have the most personal experience with. And that would be those issues that result from having an emotionally unavailable parent. I grew up with an emotionally unavailable dad. He was not very affectionate and he did not express his feelings very well unless they were feelings of displeasure or anger. Those he was expert at sharing. But anyway, I digress. My dad being emotionally unavailable affected me. And when I got older and I started dating, you know, you start dating someone, you are attracted to them, you like them, you start getting to know them. But then as soon as feelings started to get involved, boom, I was out of there. Why? Because I was afraid that At some point, they would emotionally detach, you know, sort of like my father. And I wanted to be out before it happened. So I, you know, I wanted that closeness, but I was afraid of that emotional disconnect that I was sure was coming down the line. So I would push them away to protect myself. I mean, it, I was horrible horrible and the pattern was I mean anybody could recognize that pattern my friends used to tell me I was emotionally retarded they had nicknames for me you know like paper doll because I was here today in a relationship but gone tomorrow and uh when I was an undergrad I pledged Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated and while I was online I was, you know, involved in a serious relationship with the man who eventually became my husband. And 
didn't I bounce on him? I don't remember what was the catalyst, but I ended up bouncing on him. And so I got stuck with the line name Disappearing X. So yeah, it was definitely a thing with me. How did I work through it? Well, in all honesty, and remember I told you very first episode, this is going to be honest and transparent and authentic. It took me a lot of years to first admit that there was an issue with the way I conducted myself in relationships. Second, to admit that the issue began and ended with me. And third, to want to get to the root cause of that issue. Once I did that, it was a combination of becoming more self-aware, therapy, which you will hear me mention probably every episode because it's a wonderful thing. And I did a lot of introspection and I began to journal. Those are the things that helped me work through my issues that came from having that emotionally unavailable parent, my father. Now, would I say that I am, you know, completely cured? Mm, No, but I am so much better than I was. Um, There was a time where I wouldn't even think about my actions. I would, you know, get that vibe from a person or, you know, start getting antsy in the relationship and make up excuses for why I should go. Now... I will admit, you know, I will stop and say, all right, hold up, girly. What is this really about? Because these are not things that, you know, we fix and then they're fixed. I mean, it's our programming. It's what we have been, you know, observing. I don't want to say indoctrinated because it's not really being indoctrinated but when you observe things from the time that you are very young in fact you're observing when you aren't even aware of your existence or that you're observing but when you have that many years of programming which is what it is it's hard to overcome that programming and you have to constantly work at it does it get better significantly better is life easier Yes, much easier. And the quality of my romantic relationships has been stellar since I worked on my issues. But they are going to require work. I mean, many of us have daddy issues. Hell, all of us probably have daddy issues because like us, our parents are not perfect beings. They make mistakes they screw up they give us misinformation they give us bad advice but they mean well you know the majority of the time so all is not lost if you have recognized yourself in any of the issues that I've discussed today but you got to remember it starts with you And one of the hardest things in the world is admitting that a problem or a situation that you repeatedly encounter is your fault. 
once you can admit, okay, I have this issue or I have this problem, you've already taken the biggest step. Your biggest step is owning it. Identify it and own it and then put in the work. And I promise you, promise you, it will be so worth it. Well, that's it for this episode of This Is Why You're Single. If you are enjoying this podcast and you haven't yet left a rating or a review, I would greatly appreciate it if you would just visit whatever your podcast listening platform of choice is. Leave a rating or a review. Let people know how much you like the show. It would really mean a lot to me and it will help other people discover the show who have not heard it yet. As always, if you would like to send me any feedback, you have comments you'd like to share, or you have any requests for upcoming show topics, you can email me at j.podcast at jamitareeves.com. You can find the email address in the show description. Until next week, peace.